Hi, everyone. A blessed day to all. Thank you for listening in to this podcast. If you or someone gave this to you, this link, please share it to your friends as well. And you can find us in uh, Spotify. So at the end of the podcast, I'd like to pray for everybody. I know that in the height of what's happening around us, we need an assurance from the Lord. If you are listening to this and you haven't met our Savior, I'd like to encourage you that, you know, just hang in there. And as, uh, as I end today with this podcast, I'd like to pray for you as well. So I'll be reading today from the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20 and following. This is about the life of a person, a king, King Jehoshaphat. From verse 1, it says, of chapter 20 of Second Chronicles, it says, After this, the armies of the Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Meunites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Hazazon Tamar. This was another name for Engedi. Jehoshaphat, was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Verse 5, Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, O Lord God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. O oh, our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Verse 8, your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you to save us and you will hear us and rescue us. And now see the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir are doing. You wouldn't let our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt. So they went around them and did not destroy them. Now see how they reward us. For they have come to throw us out of your land, which you gave us as an inheritance. O oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this army. Against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. May the Lord add his blessing and the reading of his scriptures, of his holy word. Let me pray for a while. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you and I ask that you just be with us. Take hold of this moment, this hour, Lord God, where we're going to talk about your word. I pray that you would bless your word so that anybody listening to this podcast would see, Lord God, the powerful words 
your words, Lord God, from your scripture, from your word. Let it be a seed that will grow in everyone's heart, Lord God. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, there is a heading in this chapter. If you have holding your Bibles with you, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. There's a heading on this chapter which says, War with Surrounding Nations. During this time, Jehoshaphat was king of this nation. So one day, being the king of uh, Judah, a messenger came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. You know, I was picturing what was happening that very moment. I believe, you know, when a king, if there's a king, there's a kingdom. If there's a kingdom, uh, there are armies, you know. They are ready for any battle. They are, they are um, geared up. But at this very moment, although Jehoshaphat is a king, I believe he has his own army because he is a king, he has a kingdom. But listen to verse 3. After hearing from, from that report that a vast army from Edom is marching and is coming against him, verse 3 said, Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news. Imagine that a king was a kingdom, was an army, all of a sudden was so terrified, was so terrified. And, and during this moment, you know, like when we, when we look at ourselves, when, when times, let, let me use what's happening around us again. When times such as this is all around our places, all around the world to be exact, the virus, it terrifies us. You would hear that death, death are like adding up each day. It's terrifying and fear creeps in. It's all but natural. Everyone is susceptible when things arises that makes us afraid, right? Everyone is susceptible. Even a king with a kingdom, with an army. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news. But the good thing here is, when you continue that verse in verse 3, after being terrified and heard the news, the next word is, or the next statement rather is, begged the Lord for guidance. Jehoshaphat begged the Lord for guidance. You know that in the, in the king's court, there are advisors, right? There are advisors. There are knights. There are like... A uh, 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 immediate person where he can ask for any advice, and you know, like, what do you think? What can we do about this, uh, general? Uh, how many armies are ready to come against this uh, vast of army coming in in, in our in our doorstep? That's the immediate thing that should happen, right? In any given scenario within a kingdom, within a palace, advisors, right hand man, you know. Uh, generals around but not it did not happen the way we think it should happen when it comes to a king hearing about a war right outside his doorstep what happened is he begged the lord for guidance not only that the next word was he also ordered everyone in judah to begin fasting 
to begin fasting. Wow. So Jehoshaphat was literally making himself as an example to all the people within his kingdom. And that example is that he is a God-fearing king. You know, and that he, he really showed that it's not by, by having a kingdom with great warriors or generals, but it's a kingdom acknowledging the power of prayer, the power of fasting, and the power of coming in the, to the presence of God. It's not just hanging on to his capabilities, his ability his knowledge as a king, his knowledge uh, to, to command. But I want us to see when calamities, when such thing arises, the first thing he did was he begged the Lord for guidance and led this nation to go into fasting. Wow. Wow. Are we hearing this? This is from the word of God. And listen, look what happened. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. People from all the towns. Listen, people of God, friends, if a nation is caught up in a, in a terrifying situation, that nation should come and just, and just beg the Lord. That's the very first thing. Beg the Lord. The leaders of the nation should beg the Lord for help. This is what I want to emphasize this very moment as you listen to this podcast. The king begged. So this is the key uh, takeaway. This moment in this podcast. And look, as I just read, he did it first. Jehoshaphat did it first. Then it's it's not so hard to encourage the people to go into fasting. Why? Because he set an example. He already set an example. And it's not just a, a pockets of people, like a group of people. The Bible says people from all the towns, all the towns of Judah. And mind you, there was no social media that, that day, that, that era. No social media at all. Probably he sent out, you know, uh, a person in a horse, like to sound uh, that alarm, so to speak. And then when that happened, when everyone was there, verse 5 says, Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. Verse 6, he prayed. And then he mentioned, like, he pointed out to God, what God did from the beginning, from way back with his ancestors. And then he, he mentioned, the people mentioned, like, because this, this, the verse 9 said, they said, while the people are praying, they said, whenever we are faced with any calamity such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence. You know how close these people are with God? Look at that. They know the power of God. And they know how to access it. It's not just like, let, let me think about this first. And then and then I'll show up on that prayer time. Nope. These people knew their God. These people know how powerful God is. These people saw that truth 
in the life of their king. These people are really following and looking at the example of that king. And the king, obviously, King Jehoshaphat, showed how he loved God, how he follows God. Amen? And then on verse 9, we go back. We can cry out to you to save us and you will hear us and rescue us. It is, it is not like if we pray, you will answer. No, they know. They know. They said we can cry out to you to save us and you will hear us and rescue us. They know that God, that God will not leave them hanging. They know God will rescue them. In verse 12, they said, Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. Listen, people of God. In coming to the Lord, we should have a humbled heart. We should lay down ourselves, who we are in the Lord, because we cannot do anything. It's only the Lord. It's only God who can take us out in this kind of predicament that we are in right now as we experience the virus spreading out we cannot do anything we just have to come to the lord and pray we just have to acknowledge that god is the only god no one else who can take us out into this predicament who can take us out from our our fear who can change that worry that anxiety who can take us out from that situation. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. We just have to acknowledge who He is. We just have to acknowledge His power over all of us. Unless we have the, the kind of, of, of thinking Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah and Jerusalem have, I'm telling you, this predicament that we are experiencing right now will come again, will come again, will come again, and no one will not understand how to be strong in the Lord unless you believe, unless you come to the Lord, unless you pour out your life to the Lord, unless you, you, you surrender your life to the Lord, you will never understand who the Lord God is, how powerful is, and how He can change the bad thing into a good thing, how He can change the face of the virus into, into the presence of God in your lives. And see, the victory of the Lord unfolds right before your eyes. And again, I'd like to extend this invitation to those who haven't known Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. God loves you so much. Regardless of where you are at right now in your life, it doesn't matter. He loves you before you were even born. So this is not by chance you are hearing this. This is not by chance that you are, are in, in, into listening this podcast. God allowed this moment for you to see how much He loves you. We cannot save ourselves from our predicament because we are all sinners, the Bible says. There is only one way, one truth, and one life. It is only through Jesus Christ. So I invite you to just lift up your hearts to the Lord. 
and join with me in this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much because you have loved me in spite of who I am, in spite of where I am right now in my life. Thank you for your word that I just heard. I saw how powerful you are. I saw and I heard how powerful you are. And then I, I don't have to be discouraged. I don't have to be afraid of what's happening around me. And I can find rest in you today, this very moment. Forgive me for my sins and I accept you and welcome you in my heart to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Please be with me starting today and all throughout my life as I choose to walk with you. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed with me through that prayer, it says in John chapter 1, verse 12, But to all who believe Him and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. So congratulations, rejoice, because you are now included in the family of God. Amen. Let me close in prayer. Dear God, we thank you so much because we have read in your word, Lord God, that you are more powerful. You are more powerful than anything. And we have seen, Lord God, through the life of King Jehoshaphat, how he acknowledged you, how he believed in you. So I pray in the name of Jesus, let this truth not just ring in our hearts, but let it be a seed to grow in our hearts starting today. For those who are hearing this, Lord God, I pray for every family, every person. I declare, Lord God, as they follow you, let them see your faithfulness and your greatness in their lives, in their families, and in their loved ones. Because to those who have uh, accepted you this, this very moment, let them see, Lord God, that you are moving through their lives and to their families, Lord God, to their loved ones, Lord God. So I thank you, dear Lord God, for this moment. We give you praise and we lift up your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. God bless you all.